this be live thing, right? It takes about 10 seconds. And every time I'm doing one of these things, I end up talking about pissing off the Germans. And just as I say pissing off the Germans, it goes live on Facebook. So <laughs> I've probably timed it. Well, I guess we are live now. Welcome to another episode of Main Unstream. I'm joined today by Fraser Hay out of the UK who works from his kitchen table and into <laughs> And which, which you know, you might think is extraordinary, and it is because this is a guy who's written twenty books. He's uh, he's worked with people out of forty countries, spoken on three continents, um, and helps businesses of all sizes, from uh, small business all the way through to uh, you know, enterprise uh, multinationals, where he works with the C-suite. Through the books he's written, the course he's created, and his premium services. Fraser, welcome, mate. Hi, Paul. How are you, Squire? Very, very good. And I usually try and point. And I actually got the direction right. This, this, this is me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you see, I, I, I used to do that. <laughs> Keep forgetting you have to reverse it. Anyway, mate, listen, so um, there, there's so many things that we could give. You know, you've written 20 books and, and all, all the people from different countries you've worked with. There's a ton of things we could talk about, and I'd love to. It's just, you know, we'd be here for, like, it, it'd be a filibuster. So how about we – how do you feel about we talk about um, – the entrepreneurial journey. I think that would be something that people could really, would really value your insights on, mate. It's a good place to start, especially in the current climate, I think. And uh, I'm just amazed and aghast how people are changing, how many people are not changing, how many people are wanting to get from broke to woke, how many people are breaking down. And sometimes you've got to break down to break through. And it's a brilliant opportunity to take stock and decide what the meaning of life means to you and what your purpose in life is. And that's part of why I've set the club up. It's to help people identify, for me, that the meaning of life is to discover your gift and the purpose of life is to share it. And with the club, we're helping people to become self-employed and to start and grow their business one objective at a time. Yeah, very cool. So let's talk, let's talk about the so people know what we're talking about there. Um, it, th this is a place where we, you and I go back, God, um, I don't know how many years, E-Academy. Oh, uh, 12, 14 years. <laughs> 14 years, something like that. It must, must be at least because we knew each other before I came back to Australia, I think. Um, and that was that was 2006, so that's 14 years. Yeah, so way beyond that. But... <clears throat> There are so many great people in this club, and the fact that they've joined joined you in that community uh, is a, is a really a testament to what you can do for people. So tell tell people what they you know what what is the club about, and how how is it going to help them change, transform, whatever word you want to use, uh, you know, well, where they want to go. Well, let me take it back a step. I was a big big fan. This is highly relevant to something I was going to share with you today. Yeah. I'm a big big fan of. Uh, a TV series called Line of Duty. It's a cop show here in the UK. And it was up to, it was the final week of the show and it was a Wednesday night. And I thought, ah, Sunday night, uh, final episode, I'll get a couple of beers in for that and watch it on the Sunday night. And then I thought, hmm, Sunday night. Uh, and I'd read some research that Sunday night was a really busy night on Facebook. And I thought, that's interesting. What am I going to do? I know what I could do. I'll do some more research. I'll collate some of my stuff. I reckon I can get a book done uh, by Sunday and then I can finish and then I can sit down and uh, watch this show. Anyway, start to finish, 
from conception of the idea from the Wednesday night to the Sunday night, I wrote a book on Facebook groups. And as I said, right, I better set up a Facebook group. So on the Sunday night, I got the book live and I started promoting my Facebook group. And now we started on the 16th of March in 2019. Now uh, we've got over 2,000 members in over 50 countries around the globe. And we help individuals to uh, start and grow their business one objective at a time. And my approach is different, Paul, because what I do is I love to get things wrong. I love to get things bad, poor. I like to fail because I test, test, test all the time. The majority of people are scared. They don't want to fail. They don't want, nah, bollocks, if you can get the mindset right that you're, everything's going to be okay because you're testing, testing, testing. So I did the book from the Wednesday to the Sunday. Will I watch the show? Will I not? No, no, I'm going to get this book live. So I stayed up all night, wrote the book. I got it published on Amazon, and I think it got into the top 20, I think it was, for its category on the first day of launch. That took in about 100 people into the group. I also was a speaker on a, a, an online summit, and I think we had about 3,000 signups to the actual webinar that week as well. And to be honest, it's been an absolute blast. So I prefer to do it in real time, make it raw, make it organic, talk about the successes and the failures. And even in the club, since all this COVID stuff has brought out, I changed the club name to include the keyword working from home. What a mistake that was. I've had every single, you name it, people selling all sorts of Bitcoins, investments, affiliate programs. I've declined over 200 people coming into the club because it's all about testing and getting the right caliber and the right stock and getting the engagement happening. And I like to do that and share that through live case studies and uh, little testings that I do on all sorts of platforms. And everybody likes it because they know it's real and it's authentic. And I only tend to talk about the stuff that works, not the stuff that doesn't work. So. <laughs> But I remember, I remember that book really well, and I love the fact that you know you've got a guy who just who does it in real time. It's not like there's no procrastination. There are so many people out there who who focus on perfectionism because and and, and procrastinate because of, oh they've just got to get it right and the the logo just has to be right and the tag and everything just has to be perfect before they go and get off their ass and do something. And you're the other way around. You get off and do something, and you'll stumble and fall and 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 Ultimately, you'll succeed more often than you than you you, you fuck it up. Well, I'm one. I've got one eye, and I'm colorblind. So trying to get my presentation and my branding right goes through many iterations. And in fact, in the file section in the club on our Facebook group, Grow Your Business Club, I've just uploaded a whole load of new versions of the literature again. And I'm always constantly changing, getting the feedback, listening. I hope. Uh, to what people are telling me, what they're sharing, and update constantly. Mm. Always be updating and refining and be prepared to get it wrong first time. If you can do it in a small way and then increase it in lot smaller, then larger incremental steps, uh, slowly but surely things begin to happen. Mm, absolutely. Listen, there are a lot of people out there who've been in the consulting, coaching, whatever space for a long time. There are a lot of people since this whole COVID thing who've suddenly thought, mm, I don't know if I'm going to have a job to go back to in a month, three months, six months or whatever, maybe, and, and, and they've either been fluttering around 
grabbing all sorts of free webinars and all sorts of stuff. What advice would you give to someone who needs to get the, you know, you're an immediate sort of guy. You go out, you see an idea, you say, fuck it, I'm going to go and do it, and you go and do it. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's just starting now? How can they go out and just make something happen based on whatever expertise they have so that they can start to build uh, some level of, of um, I don't like the either word here of security, but certainly, you know, financial independence from the paycheck that they might want to go back to or might not even be able to go back to. Okay. As I said earlier, you'll love this. The meaning of life is to discover your gift. The purpose of life is to share it. So what's your gift? Now, if everybody's watching this or if you're watching this on replay, grab a pen. I want you to do this little exercise. It's going to smack you in the face. But more importantly, I want you to take action. You're worth a hell of a lot more than you actually think you are. So what we need to do is a very simple little exercise. So number one, I want you to write down how many years have happened or how long since you left school, college or university, getting your first time job until today. Go on, write down how many years have passed since getting your first time job until today. Now, could be 10 years, 15, 20 years, however many years it is since leaving college, school, university, getting that job until today, write it down. Yeah? Excellent. If you've done that, brilliant. Number two, write down what your average salary has been over the years. Granted, it can go up and it can go down, but if you take an average what your annual salary has been over the years, write it down. And then number three, multiply the number of years by what your average salary has been, and look at that number. That's the value of your intellectual property. That's what employers and other people have invested in you, and that's an asset you've got for life. That asset is your intellectual capital. Now, unlike stocks, shares, property, that asset is the only asset you've got that continues to increase in value, and you get to keep it and retain it after every time you sell it. So you've got so much knowledge, wisdom, contacts, knowledge. You know how to fix problems that people have paid you to fix and do in your corporate life, in your job, in your career over the years. And there are so many other people who have these same problems that you who are watching this today can actually start applying that intellectual capital, that asset that you own. And what we do in the club is we've we introduce you to some of our books. We, I do free book offers. In fact, if anybody's watching this, PM me through Facebook and I'll give you a free copy of Considering Self-Employment to get you off on this entrepreneurial journey. Once we know the value of this asset, we need to help you through the club, meet the people who can assist you. It's not just about me and the club. There's Paul. Uh, there's Jules who's good in the PR. We've got loads of different people in the club who can help you publish books, get sales appointments, help position yourself online, build your website. We all come together to help each other. And that's what it's all about for me, is helping people who are in jobs, who hate the commute, hate their boss, who are not getting rewarded or compensated for how much they feel they're worth. You now know how much you're worth if you've just done that exercise. And with the club, we want to show you how to productize and monetize that and to grow your business working for yourself, doing what you love to do. And that's what it's about. Keep it simple.
That that is an awesome example, mate. You know what? That just cuts through the crap that you you hear constantly from people about. Oh, how much should I charge? You know, and and oh, I can't charge that much because people aren't going to value it. Well, until you actually realise what the total value of your asset is, you're not going to value it yourself enough to be able to charge the right amount. Give me a funny story, but uh, how much would you pay me for a piece of paper with six numbers on it? Twenty quid, thirty quid, fifty quid? Yeah, it's a lot. Hundred quid depends on the paper, I guess. Well, what if it was a combination to a safe that contains fifteen million quid inside it? I think you'd pay me a little bit more for the knowledge that I have written down on this piece of paper. Yep. And many people don't value what it is they know. Many people don't value what it is they do or what it is they have. But more importantly, it's not about talking about yourself or worrying about how you're going to generate leads. It's having a blast doing what you're good at, what you enjoy doing, and helping people solve the problems, issues, and challenges they have. And that's what we do in the club. We take people through the entrepreneurial journey from pre-start to startup, survival, high growth. And then we guide them gently into the Grow Your Business School, where we've got our solutions and all sorts of entrepreneurial courses and learnings. And then ultimately, we invite them to apply to come into the boardroom, where there's some serious players who work together in assisting each other in a marketing mastermind group. Yeah, very cool. So what do you say to people who go, you know, I saw an interesting meme the other day um, about uh, uh, chasing money is like chasing cats and the way to get cats to come to you is to uh, give them something they want. How do you feel about people who just go chasing? You know, I, I, I pretty much know the answer because you're absolutely right. Find out something you really love doing and go and bloody well do it, right? Um, how do you feel about those people who go chasing the money going, so, oh, I've got to make this amount of money and, I don't really care what I do. I'm just going to go and do that. And uh, when I make that money, that amount of money, I'll all be good. <laughs> well, let me approach it from a different angle. Uh, I was down in London uh, seeing some clients at the beginning of March. And when I was there, I caught up with a chap and he was bursting. He was bursting to tell me he got a four grand plasma flat screen telly with all sorts of 3D, 4D technology in it. And instead of paying four grand for it, he got it for under two grand. And I said, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I said, have you got your book written? The last book last August, how are you getting on with your book? Oh, no, no. He says, but you've got to see this TV. And I said, all right. So you saved how much? Two grand. I said, brilliant. And uh, I said, how much is it costing you? He says, no, no, I just paid cash for it. He says, I'm not paying it up. And I said, all right. I said, so what are you watching this telly? Oh, I've done the Breaking Bad uh, box set. I said, oh, have you? Oh, that's interesting. I said, so how much is it costing you, this new TV? I don't get your point. He says, have you seen Ozark, Fraser? And I said, Ozark, what's that? And he says, it's a TV series, a place. In the I said, no. He says, and I've done Game of Thrones. I said, stop. Last time we spoke, you were telling me you are going to be writing a book. Has it started? No. I said, but you're telling me you're spending six hours a night watching all these bloody box sets and uh, five nights a week, six hours, that's 30 hours you're putting in and at 50 quid, oh my God, you start doing the maths and what you're doing to take you away from your goal. No, it's time to be specific. A dream when it's written down, 
uh, becomes a goal. Put a date on it. It's a definite goal. Write down an action plan of what you're going to do, then take action. And most people don't. They're scared to take action. But there's nothing to be scared of because you've got a brilliant support infrastructure in the club, whether it's generating leads, whether it's getting sales, whether it's getting the fees that you want, whether it's getting the technical support to get your website right. Everybody's there to help each other. Now, that's one side procrastination and getting comfortable sitting at home doing nothing and just gelling becoming a couch potato fine good luck to you many people like that and we all like to chill out on occasion brilliant having said that you get those who take the step and say right okay that's it i'm not going back to my job bollocks i like working from home this is good uh, how do i get the client how do i get the customer what do i do <laughs> just be yourself shit you've got if you've done that exercise, you've probably got 5, 10, 15, 20 years doing what you've been doing in corporate life. You've probably been earning 5 grand, 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand a year. That's over half a million. You've got an intellectual capital. Start documenting it. Don't worry about leads. Don't worry about sales. Don't worry about income. Share this vast amount of knowledge that you've got, this wisdom you've acquired, and share it and share it on three different methods. And that's because people communicate visually, auditory, and kinesthetically. And if you've got all this wisdom, then share it visually like what we're doing, either in a video chat or on a video call. Maybe write a book because people like to consume information. They want to read it. So take this vast amount of knowledge you've got, productize it, monetize it, and share it. It could be a blog. It could be an article. And what we start doing is we test it. And whether it's a podcast, whether it's an audio, you're probably going to strip the audio file out of this video chat we are doing, stick yeah. it up yeah. onto iTunes or wherever. There's so many things that people can do. So visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. Start thinking how you can apply your message and your content and share it on all the different platforms you can choose. And we share a strategy and a game plan and how to refine and define the message and how to share that message with your target audience in the club. But don't worry, stop. Fear is what's stopping you doing what you want to do. You know what you can do that. Just do it. Just do it. As Nike says. Yeah, that, that was a that was a brilliant slogan from them. And another thing I know you can do, you, you know this as well. If if you know if someone has an area of expertise, they could be talking to other people in a chat like this. Yes, absolutely, absolutely right. Strip the audio out, which is exactly what I'm going to do, and then and then and then transcribe, get a transcription of the thing, and 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 you know bang the stuff together a bit into a book of interviews with with you know phenomenal people. Now I I do that, except I'm not sure I could do that to a to a VA. To have to um, you know, deal with both my Aussie accent and and your Scottish accent, <laughs> I might have to get two different VAs to to, to do the the left and the right right sort of thing. But uh, you can certainly take an, a, a, a a thing like this and transcribe it and create a book from it. Absolutely. In fact, in fact, on that very point, the application we're using to do this is BeLive.TV's app. And yeah. a few years ago, I wrote a book with Stephen Healy, 
uh, about live video streaming. And in that book that's on Amazon, there's a list of about 40 people who like to be interviewed. So at the back of the book, there's some people you could start talking to and interviewing online. Because in my, in my experience, people panic. They don't know or they don't give thought to how they're going to plan what they're going to do. Then they're going to have how they're going to resource it, document it. So they're very clear and it's structured. And then don't worry about the execution. Just do it. It's just just be yourself and refine and refine. And with what you're doing with the a on stream, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff going to be happening, and especially when people start taking action and checking out what else you're up to as well, whether it's in some of your written stuff. The audio, I think, is being proven to be very popular with podcasts just now. There's lots of podcasting platforms coming out, and many people are doing that, but also the live video as well. Yeah, I mean, the beautiful thing you don't actually have to go and watch the damn thing. I, whenever, whenever I do venture into Sydney, because I live out west of uh, the CBD, whenever I do venture into Sydney, you know, you see all these people with their headphones in. If you look at their phone, they actually have a video going, but they're not paying attention to it. They're, they're using it like a podcast. All right. I'll give. I'll give. gone. But uh, the last time I was in London, I mean, I stay sixty miles north of Aberdeen in the Highlands of Scotland, and fourteen miles past the back of beyond, and. Uh, when I was down in London the last time, I was gobsmacked. Uh, everybody had their head down on the phone. And I was in a restaurant and I was looking around the room and there was it was almost silent like a library because people weren't having banter. There was no conversation. I walked into a pub and there was it was it was weird. I went up to this woman because I had a, an appointment at the British Library. And I said to this woman, excuse me, I wonder if you can help me. Uh, can you tell me how to get the British Library? You've got a phone, ain't you? <laughs> Jolly, are we, are we really struggling how to communicate these days? Here's a Scotsman in a strange land behind enemy lines, didn't have a map or a compass, didn't know where he was going. I politely asked, have you got a phone? And that's an interesting point because there is so much reliance on our phone, so much reliance on the technology. There's so much reliance on wanting to be seen, to be heard. There's so much emphasis on, nah, 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 stop it. Be yourself. People still like to have a chat, a one-on-one, -on -one, be it, yes, it can be online, it could be in Zoom, it could be in Skype, it could be on all sorts of different applications like Be Live. And for me, I think people need to go back to basics. We need to remember what makes us tick, what gives us fun, where do we get a buzz from, and when we're happy and not dwelling on the, the past or regrets of the past or worries of the future or COVID or anything else, just enjoy the moment and seize the moment and just, just have fun. Let the magic happen. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you, right? Because um, those, these, these, these things, right? They're, um, I find them an invasion of privacy quite often. You know, there's, a, they, they, they raise an expectation that you must be reachable all the time, and if you're not reachable, well, then you have a voicemail. Uh, and if I leave you a voicemail, then there's an expectation that, you know, that you must call back. I'm like, no, I don't. Okay, uh, it's really interesting. I was coaching with a client yesterday. And they said, I really need to get into a positive mental attitude when I'm dealing with clients. And I said, no, you don't. No, you don't. I said, you don't want clients. No. 
I said, you, we need to be as miserable as possible. Why? I said, do you really want somebody to interrupt your happiness with a phone call as they try and haggle you down so they want to pay you half as much as what you want so you're going to have to work twice as hard for twice as long and then you're going to have to wait three times as long to get paid? Bollocks! No! You do what you're going to do. Have your plan. Work your plan. Enjoy what you're doing. And yes, you might get interrupted when people want to do business with you, want to phone you, want to speak to you. Focus on what you're good at, enjoy it, share it, prove, demonstrate, have fun, and just enjoy what you do. Everything else will fall into place. Stop worrying. That's the biggest problem. People yeah. worry about money. They'll worry about lead generation. They'll worry about marketing. They'll worry about downloads, uploads, registrations, backlinks, traffic. Stop. Just do what you do, share what you know, and help other people. That's what it's about. Yeah, and and you know, to me, but you're absolutely right. People, so many people they just try to please, 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 as opposed to pleasing. They never please themselves. They never, they never focus on their own pleasure. I mean, what what we do in the 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 Edus Entrepreneur Initiative is we sort talk about it's the art of enjoying business and life, not just, you know. Absolutely, you just mentioned the word pleasure there, and uh, for me, this is where a number of people sometimes get things skewed and that is we get conditioned go to school go to college go to uni get a good job a decent job a job for life there are no jobs for life anymore in the current climate there are entire industries falling breaking down crashing businesses going out every single hour of the day there are no more jobs for life but the exciting thing is there is opportunity for life and we've all got unique talents, skills, contacts. We've all got unique services that we can all provide and we can do it online. We can do it through video. We can do interact through voice over IP. We can do it through our phones, whatever. But I think the important point for everybody is what's pleasure and what's happiness? We derive pleasure from what we get and it could be short-lived and it's usually a quick fix. Could be drink, could be sex, could be drugs, could be rock and roll. We get pleasure from the short-lived things. And it's what we get. But we derive happiness by from what we give. So be selfless, not selfish. Start sharing this collective amount, unquantifiable, huge, vast amount, infinite amount of knowledge and wisdom that you've acquired in your collection of atoms and protons and neutrons to where you are at this point in the universe to expand consciousness and share what you do with everybody else who need and want what it is that you have to offer. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're spot on, mate. So what would you say to people, you know, because I think more and more people have suddenly realized they can work remotely. And um, one of my bugbears when I came back to this country was people would, they were, they refused to jump onto a call. You know, they wanted to always meet face-to-face. I'm like, dude, I don't want to travel 40Ks. But you're, you're 60 miles and, and plus some beyond the black stump of, of, uh, of Scotland. Um, a little bit, a little bit further than me, but I, you know, I did not want to travel 40k just to go and have a cup of coffee with someone for half an hour. Sorry, it's just not, you know, what I do. But I couldn't get people to come online on on video. Now, of course, a lot more people are doing it. What do you, what do you say to people who are still struggling with this online environment? What you know, 
there's no need to struggle. That's the problem we've all got. We worry. We live in fear. And it's all false evidence appearing real. We've got regrets of the past. Oh, I worked in a large corporate. The marketing department gave me my leads. Oh, I've never sold anything in my life. I don't think I can sell. I don't, people don't like being sold. Stop. Just share what you know, and people, if it serves a purpose, solves a problem, and people in that audience, that sector, that niche, understand and value what you're offering, they'll get it. They'll absolutely get it. And on that basis, it just starts serendipitously. It grows and grows and grows. Oh, when I, that Wednesday night, when I started putting the book together, I thought, will I ever get, I set a little goal. I set a little goal, and that was, could I get 100 members uh, in the club in the first three quarter, the first three months, the first quarter? We did it in the first night. Then I thought, right, 200, 500, 1,000. We set small incremental goals. And if I don't know, how many times have I phoned you to ask a question, ask advice? How many times have I asked a question in the club? It's not about knowing at all. We don't need to be a guru. We don't need to be a, a... uh, a quiz a quiz host or an encyclopedia we've got brilliant resources around us at our fingertips especially in grow your business club because everybody's in the same boat everybody's just wanting to have fun enjoy the life that they've wanted and chosen working from home doing what they love to do doing it well and they get recommended and referred by the other people who are active actively in their marketplace, earning and gaining a reputation for being knowledgeable and providing what they promise. And I think that's important. You've got to follow through on your promise. I don't don't have a fake tan. I don't drive a Porsche. I haven't got a Rolls Royce. I don't own a private island. But I work from home helping other people. I've got over 400 testimonials from people I've helped. I've helped people in over 40 countries. The club is growing. People are coming in because they know it's real. It's practical. And people get value when they embrace what's there. If you don't want to, fine. Givers gain. Takers drain. Lurkers simply remain the same. And that's what I say. You can lurk. You can watch. Fine. But action takers get rewarded. It's all about taking action helping other people, recommending. I was speaking to Jane Tyson in the group yesterday, a, a chap called Steve Ponton yesterday on a little live call. Your name cropped up. And these conversations lead to introductions. Introductions lead to referrals, people meeting each other, sharing their knowledge, their wisdom, their connections. And that's what the club's about. Everybody's got knowledge. Everybody's got contacts. And there's a plethora of opportunity that can be seized, capitalized on, and converted into cash so that we can all earn what we're worth in providing the value that we offer other people. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Because everyone knows it all. And anyone who tries to know it all, they end up being seen for what they really are. And that is someone who knows actually very little. I, I tell my son, the smartest person in the room isn't the one who keeps talking and has an answer for everything. The smartest person in the room is, is, is often the guy who will or gal will shut up and start and listen and then only open the mouth to either ask questions or say something they truly, truly know. Um, but I want to put you on the spot a bit, if I may, um, in terms of, you know, failure in, in the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial space, I consider it to be R&D, you know, research and development. Um, 
there's always something to learn from every experience, whether good or bad. What would you know? Out of out of the failures you have most likely had, what would you say was the most epic one you had, and what did you learn from it? There's many. There, there's, there's many, but I want to put into context. Uh, in the development of the club and doing what I've doing, I spent the last 12, 14 years working with people in over 300 different sectors and industries. That's over 2,000 genuine entrepreneurial issues and challenges I've experienced personally uh, and helping other people overcome their challenges as well. We've documented them all and they're all in the books on Amazon. But for me, I want to tell you a quick story. I was on holiday in Greece with my wife in 2018. Brilliant week-long holiday. Flew back into Glasgow, quarter to midnight at night. I came out the airport, my little travel bag, crossed the main, from the main terminal into the Holiday Inn Express. Went to bed, absolutely shattered. I woke up the next morning, couldn't see. Couldn't see. Rushed to hospital. And I've only got the one eye because I lost this eye in a shooting accident when I was 15. But here I was, age 50, got my own business, got all the books, everything. Bang. Couldn't see. What the heck am I going to do? Now, I could have done. I was in a dark place. My head was in a dark place for a good few months. But... Sometimes you have to dig deep. And thankfully, I had great support, family, friends, networking contacts. And it pays to help and support other people because you never know when things can turn south, you never know what's ahead of you. Don't try to be smart. Don't try to be cute. Help, genuinely help other people. Because when the time comes, they'll help you. And I had to get injections into my eye. I had a phobia of needles. I had to overcome that. I had to lose weight. I had to learn how to use Cortana how to use Windows Magnifier. I was able to dictate three books when I couldn't see. I got white stick, the glasses. I was seeking help, counsel, mentorship to get through it. I needed a game plan, a strategy. I needed help. I don't have all the answers, but I know the people who can help you and they're in the club. And together, it is a team effort. T-E-A-M, together everyone achieves more. And from not being able to see, I put together some books, dictated them. They were a bit rough and ready. I had to use editing services. I got that back out. I got fire into my belly. I start setting new goals. We need to stop, identify where we're at, work out what it is that we really, really want, work out what resources we need to get there, where are we? What do we want? Why have we not yet achieved it? What's the knowledge I need? What are the skills I need? Who can help me to get me through the next stage of the journey? And that is what the club's about. Real people who've been in the trenches, 
have had the highs, have had the lows, who are all working together now to make things happen. And to be honest, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. And uh, from there, got the club started. Uh, I've been abroad several times last year helping clients on site with the marketing. I had a speaking gig in the Seychelles where an inaugural event, which was uh, capturing the minds and hearts of the people, the businesses and the government in the Seychelles and to introduce entrepreneurship. And that's what's happening. It's an evolutionary change in entrepreneurship and working from home. It's nothing to look down at. There's so much pride, talent and skills in the people and the members in the club who are helping others who are getting results. And we've got to go through the pain to get the clarity, to create the plan and ask for help from the other people who can help us get to the next stage. So that's that, really that, that you um, starting to write the book, the first one about the Facebook group. How long ago was that? Oh, golly. That would have been... Uh, That would have been the week leading up to starting the club. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely true. It was from the Wednesday to the Sunday from a blank sheet of paper I wrote the book. I didn't sleep for four or five days. And then on the Sunday, well, I watched the final episode, will H be the body, the big criminal, or is H actually the, the, the head of the department? And No, stop, TV, no. I'm just going to stay focused and get this done. So I wrote the book on how to put the club together. I got the, the club live. We got the members in. And all I do is test and share. That's all mm. I do. I'm not here to sell. I'm not. I, if I can help you, I will. And if I can't, I don't. Because I know someone in the club who may be able to help you. Because it's outside my talent or skills. So, so you know, and what I find amazing about this, so where I was going with the question about how long ago that was, is the fact that you were invited to that inaugural event um, to promote entrepreneurship in the Seychelles. That was last what? November. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that, that was November, right? November. That is something that you probably didn't have in mind when you first wrote the book about how to start a Facebook group and therefore start the club. You took action. You had an idea. You took action. You didn't get distracted by shit. You just kept doing it. Within four days, you had a book up. You had a Facebook group up. You grew it and grew it and grew it and grew it and grew it. And the fact that you were invited, you were recognized by the government and, and the organization over there as someone who should come over and be there to do that all came about because you took action on a simple idea some time ago. So if anyone ever thinks, ah, oh, what I'm doing now makes, you know, it's making no difference, it doesn't matter, it's all just, you know, useless, it's not. Simple, simple steps lead to these sorts of interactions. Um, it's all, if you don't know, ask. People are concerned about looking foolish. They want to keep up with the Joneses. They don't want their neighbours to be talking about them. They're scared to take the risk of the gamble in case it fails of what people might think. Say, they've been speaking about me in my village since I've been five years old. They've been speaking about me in different groups, communities, online platforms. Sometimes when you're good at what you do without appearing egotistical or without appearing uh, full of your own self-importance, sometimes you amplify the feelings of other people because they are not doing, they're not taking action, they're not making the choices and prepared to get things wrong. They're still having paid two grand for a TV, sitting watching it, 
I mean, that TV, since COVID has started, and he's proud of his new TV, eight weeks at 1,500 quid, he's 58 quid an hour, he's invested 12 grand by going further away from his goals instead of taking the time out to work towards his goals. I'm not going to make anybody a millionaire, a billionaire, or a zillionaire, but if they come into the club, there's going to be real people who can help them with real talents and skills that the other members have that they're prepared to share to help you identify, pursue, and achieve your entrepreneurial goals and objectives. And you will, one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah, people say that um, you know, content is king and cash flow is king and all these sorts of things. Quite frankly, it's connective, it's connection, it's real connection is currency. That's 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 where the rubber really hits the road is that connection that you have with the we 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 have with the other members that are in the the club, um, you know. And and I know that if I need advice, and I, you know, like for example, you mentioned Jane earlier. Um, uh, I catch up with Jane and a great bunch of people every Wednesday night on her random dialogues, and it's a phenomenal, phenomenal group of people. Um, no bullshit, straight talking. Um, supportive in a non-fluff, no agenda, non-BS sort of way. And that's the sort of people I love being around. Well, since I started the club, uh, and I'm always watching, listening, reading, I'm trying, I am trying. subscribe with uh, all sorts of little feeds to find out what's happening in the marketplace. And I've watched a good few, like everybody else, I've watched a good few YouTube videos. And I'm a big fan of the apprentice i'm a big fan of dragon's den etc i didn't think i didn't know that by taking act coming up with the idea and taking action and deciding to start what i'm now doing that i would be on stage with someone from dragon's den sharing my journey of what i've just been sharing with you and how i got the club started and how different people in different industries different countries are wanting to get in touch so that they can start living their dream. But it's not about dreams. It's about reality. We've got bills to pay. We've got families to help. We've got other people that we're concerned about. That's all very valid. So how are we going to get through this? How can we collaborate on a joint goal individually and collectively? It's all about helping each other to get to the next stage of the entrepreneurial journey. And for me, that's what it's about. Yeah. And I'll get that from you very, very clearly. Um, closing idea, closing thoughts. What would you, what would, you know, apart from everyone, I'll, I'll put the, the link to, to Fraser's Club uh, wherever you see this video, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or IGTV or YouTube or whatever. Um, so you'll see that. Um, and, and do reach out and connect with Fraser and have a conversation. Join the club. You're going to, you know, <laughs> if you. You might you might not get through the application process if you're a wanker. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the club, the club, the club, grow your business club on Facebook is free to join. So don't worry about that. But only when they're ready, look at the other options. Look at the file section. Look at the video section. Watch the videos on the announcement section. And if you want a free strategy call, by all means, get in touch via the website. And here's the plug www.growyourbusiness.tv and thank you paul thanks for the opportunity to share what i'm up to to share what other people in the club are up to and you just don't know how big it's gonna get me you just don't know
Nate, it's been it's been awesome having you on. So thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge so generously. It's uh, it's always an absolute pleasure to interact with you, mate. Thank you so much. And um, again, people, yeah, join the club. Uh, it's it's free to join. You're going to find so many resources there. If you're thinking about how to grow your business, I guarantee you, you're going to find uh, an answer for pretty much most areas in there. And then you're going to find the people who can help you actually grow beyond just those general ideas into something really big. Uh, whether you think you know what everything you need to know or you are you know, clear that you don't know a damn thing about what you have to do next, you're going to find some great people in there. So, mate, um, thank you for being so open, so genuine and, 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 and generous. And um, I look forward to... Uh, I look forward to well when this whole thing's over. I look forward to going and having a pint with you somewhere in 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 in, uh, in Glasgow if that's possible. That sounds like a plan. Well, hey, <laughs> let's do it. Catch you <laughs> later on, line in the club, mate. Take care and thank you again. Thoroughly.